It's time for another episode of the Budo Brothers Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Kyle. And this week, I had some really interesting realizations. I've been listening to a lot of finance podcasts lately just because I'm really interested with what's going on in the markets. It's volatile highs and new record high and boom, big lows and all of this volatility. And I'm really interested in what's going on in the markets. And because it turns out the markets are something that's pretty valuable to understand if you want to try and time cycles and figure out what's going on. And mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast and one of the these guests, he was talking about second order thinking, meaning thinking about the effect of the incident uh, down the road like like a causes b but what causes c as a result of b Mm. and what causes d because c happened you know going down the line and thinking of what happens and one of the examples he used they were talking about oil and gas and how how oil and gas companies there's a big environmental movement that's going against fossil fuels and you know all the protests and environmentalism and and no more no more fossil fuels and and an ESG environmental social governance and and this big wave that's actually causing a lot of there's very few new very few people are like let's start an energy company right now let's go yeah. drill for oil mm-hmm. the e and the gentleman's pitch was that the obstacle facing the oil and gas industry, ESG, the, the movement of environmentalism against the oil market is actually good for the best in class oil companies. Hmm. And I'm like, what? How could uh, this is a movement going against oil and gas companies and it's good for them? And then he explained, he said, well, think about this. If they're going to be lobbying for fewer pipelines, less drilled wells, what is that going to do to the price of oil? Oil's going to go up. Mm. So invest in oil and gas companies when everyone's saying death to oil and gas because it's good for oil and gas. And then he brought up another example. He says, you know, tobacco, tobacco Mm. companies. Back in the 70s, 60s and 70s, yeah. there was you know a couple hundred cigarette companies. Everyone and their dog had a cigarette brand and da-da-da mm. tobacco because you could advertise in magazines. And I'm going to start a, a youth cigarette brand. <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could do whatever you wanted because it was the wild, wild west. And, and there were doctors endorsing cigarettes. The cigarettes most trusted by doctors smoke camel. Those were that was real ads, right. real ads with real doctors smoking cigarettes in their office, saying, "If I'm gonna smoke, I might as well have a camel." Like that—that that was the way it was, and sci- they would pay scientists to be like, "Yeah, smoking's good for you." <laughs> but the point was, as soon as the government came out and introduced regulations that prevented, that said, "We need smoking is bad." We realize it's co- Surgeon General warning. It's causing lung cancer, smoking. We gotta, we gotta, st- we gotta put warnings on the cigarette packages. And guess what? Now it's illegal for you to advertise as a cigarette company. Hmm. It's illegal for you to promote your business in a magazine. It, they made it illegal to advertise 
for cigarettes. And so guess what happened? What? The hundreds of cigarettes companies were eliminated. Like, that, well, if I can't, I can't, how am I going to start my cigarette brand if I can't advertise and put my ads on showing how cool my cigarette company is? And so what happened? What happened was it cleared all of the little fish out of the pond and the big whales had a monopoly. The cigarette companies turned into the biggest cash cows of the century. They made more money because of these regulations that supposedly, quote unquote, hurt big tobacco. They turned into cash cows despite the taxes, despite the regulations. The exact regulations that were in, intended to hurt these businesses turned into the biggest uh, tailwind. So what is the second order thinking behind that? Because you were, we were talking about this in an investment sense, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. So what is second order thinking and how does it apply to that? Yes. Like what does it mean? Yes. Okay. So, so first order thinking is cigarette advertising is Banned, that sucks for cigarette companies. That's that's first order thinking. Mm. Second order thinking is, oh, when that plays out, there's going to be no new entrance into the market. This is going to demolish competition. This is going to give a monopoly to the biggest in class. This is actually going to help the big tobacco companies. Right. That is that is thinking down the road. That is second, third, fourth order thinking where you're you're starting to play out these scenarios and then you start but this is the crazy part is that the exact opposite effect of what these regulations were introduced to produce came to reality. Right. They were trying to shut down big tobacco and they made them more profitable. Yeah. Thank you big thank you regulations. And that's exactly why so that's why a lot of these tobacco companies are like, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. We shouldn't advertise. I'm for it. Let's do it. Yeah. No more competition. Thank you very much. It's crazy. And I think one of the ways you know you're fighting a talented fighter is when you start seeing like feints and setups, right? They're doing second order thinking in a fight where your untalented fighter is throwing linear attacks, jabs, crosses, looking for the mm -hmm, opening that's mm -hmm, there, mm -hmm. right? And if a person has a good defense or has been fighting for a while, there's nothing there, right? You're not going, so you have to create feints and fakes and like all this, give up your arm in order to get a choke or whatever, like set the, a trap. The talented fighters are doing second order thinking. They know the response that will happen from showing but somebody something, and all of a sudden you're you are caught in a trap. Like they saw you coming, and they are playing two steps ahead. Second order thinking to me is like like you said, almost yes. playing two steps ahead. Yes, it's it's thinking of two moves ahead on the chessboard. And nowhere is that more apparent than in jujitsu. Mm. I'd say boxing too. Boxing too, yes. Like working the body to get a headshot. Ah, ooh, <laughs> but, and so that's exactly where it's like, all right, I know that if I try to make him think that I'm going to go for the liver shot and he goes to cover, opens up. And so again, yes, that is exactly second order thinking. Right. You're, you're thinking of the effect of your effect. Mm -hmm. You're going to 
create an input which is going to produce an effect and if you know that effect you are already going to be acting on the second effect your this is chessboard thinking right you know and i really feel like it's such an advantage for life yeah to think that way if i do this what will and, and listen <laughs> we'll be the first to tell you that a lot of the time it doesn't go to plan yeah it doesn't go to plan. No. It does, we think we're going to do this, and but we also have long-term fundamentals that we never deviate from that mm -hmm. we know are going to uh, be pivotal, pivotal in our growth. And no-lose situations. Like our term no-lose situations I find really gets us out of a lot of the the guessing, right? You You already set up in your mind how you can benefit from each situation because just like you said with the tobacco stuff if you were to just think of the outcome of okay i need marketing to be profitable and we're always going to double down and grow and grow mm -hmm. and grow that doesn't happen not favorable right we have a tool or a strategy or a mindset to be like this is how we're going to reap the benefits of it. Guess what? The rest of the industry is going to be more competitive. We have rock solid procedures. We're going to put it in place. Always setting up the situation so that no matter the outcome, you are adaptable is so important in, in being prepared for situations, in preparedness. Big time. And I think you tapped into something that we've talked about a lot, which is adaptability. Yeah. Depending on the outcome, you might have second order thinking. If I throw this, he'll likely do that. But if he doesn't do that and does something else, adapting, and just like in business, I'm gonna launch this product, I think it's gonna do great. It doesn't, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna handle it? Mm -hmm. it's, it's this adapting when your second order thinking doesn't necessarily pan out yeah but what's interesting on this front of second order thinking we have re and if you're not aware ios 14 the update yeah apple and facebook went to war apple and facebook went to war apple basically was like hey facebook you know how you've been making billions off of our users by exploiting their data and selling it to advertisers you know that that like fun story that you've been living this whole time yeah how about that stops how about everyone who's tired of getting their information exploited has to opt into this how about that so sure enough ios 14 you and you've probably seen it on your phone do you want this app to yeah uh, yes or no well the odds are you're probably clicking like, how about no, I don't. I run advertisements on Facebook and I click no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, exactly, exactly. So our ability, it used to be we would be able to target using Facebook ads mm -hmm. to put some great content in front of our target demographic, which we have figured out in terms of the martial artists that would resonate with what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And now we can't do that. Yeah. And it, and we've noticed it. We're like, whoa, what we used to do doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And so first order thinking is that's terrible. That's terrible for our business. Right. We can no longer use targeted advertising to reach our our, our ideal customers. 
That's terrible. That's terrible for our business. Mm -hmm. Second order thinking is that's actually good for our business because we have been slugging it out for this long and creating a, a, a community that is supporting us. And it's difficult for other new startups to get. If we were starting today, how difficult would it be for us to do what we did? It, it is a completely different landscape. We would be on a different platform or doing something completely different yes. just because it's not the same as it once was. Right. Yeah. So in the examples that I gave earlier in the episode where the oil and gas companies, the tobacco companies, these, reg these things that are supposed to curb actually help. So mm -hmm. as much as we might initially think, oh, this is terrible, it actually helps. It helps us. And it's going to it, – I, I, I mean, we don't know because all we can do is go with the flow and yeah. see where, where this trail leads. But the moral of the story is that that second-order thinking has so much value because now all of a sudden you are one step ahead. You're one step ahead of your competition. You're thinking one step ahead of your opponent. You're in a match and you're throwing a garbage shot to get the reaction to execute your move. It's the second order thinking that gets you ahead of the game. And how powerful is it in this moment in time too, on a macro level with coronavirus handicapping a lot of things and a lot of businesses and a lot of people uh, yes things are starting to get back moving and more mobile but until it, the delta variant <laughs> yeah no no joke um but if you're able to push and grow when everything else seems like it's like the second order thinking of that like all right everything has slowed down if i'm able to keep pace or even pick up pace i'm going to make leaps steamroll 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 yeah so rather than thinking of it from the all oh, this sucks like it's an opportunity yeah it's an opportunity that's the challenge Ooh. the challenge is when something comes up in your life where you're like this sucks how can you start tapping into second order thinking and figure out how this is actually beneficial down the line watch how it plays out run the models in your mind and run multiple models but run the models to the point where like okay ah this is how it's actually beneficial hmm. there's it's always there yeah so true i guess it has just a lot to do with your mindset mindset has so much to do with everything like most of life is a mindset game hmm. most of life is literally reality exists okay okay the same reality can be a prison for one person and a paradise for another and a lot of it all of it comes down to the mindset that you're in hmm. How can one person's garbage be another man's treasure? Mindset. Yeah. It's so true. And when we talk about mindset, think about the word mindset. Where is your mind set? What setting is your mind at? How have you set your mind? Are you, have you, have you, Put your mindset to the channel of 
this sucks and everyone's against me and not a victim and this and that. Mm-hmm. Is that the setting of your mind? Right. That everything's against you and the and no matter what you do, it's somebody else's fault? Uh, or is the setting, like where is the mind, where is your mind set? The mindset. That is a, when you actually dig into the word, where is your mind set? And if it's set on growth, if it's set on learning, if it's set on progressing, if it's set on being okay with failing and learning from your your mishaps from learning from things that don't go right and learning from the techniques that you try in the dojo that don't work that lead you to the new skill that is invincible Mm -hmm. if your mind is set on the growth setting it's amazing right if life if your mind is set on the decline reality sucks right it's funny, I got this vision from what you were speaking about. You know when light hits a prism and yeah. all, all the rainbows <laughs> like show yeah. up like and, and like it illuminates the room? Essentially, no matter what you do, everybody's mind is a filter. Like a filter determines what passes through. Yes. Right? Your mind is a filter. Everybody is yeah. receiving stimulus and the same light and the same but light but whatever your filter is set to that'll allows it to carry through let's say it's set to positive thoughts that's the stimulus that's the things you're going to take and pass through if it's set to the other negativity that's what you're passing through so like the prism your mindset is literally about honing or tuning that filter and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's and you know what's crazy is that no matter how people view the world, it's how they view the world. Like if they if if people view the world through racism, that's all they'll see. Yeah, it's all they'll see, yeah. whether it exists or not. But if your view, if your prism projects nothing but that, that's all you'll see. If you're if your prism is nothing but cat bloopers, <laughs> that's all you'll see. That's all you'll see. You know? That's kind of crazy because logarithms are almost filters, like computer-made filters. Yes. Yes. Echo The echo chambers that we're all in. Yeah. You know, it makes it really hard to get in a good mindset. And I sometimes believe maybe that's why it's good to not be so addicted to your phone line. And like... I'm saying this, but obviously we're addicted to our phones. Like, Check your screen time, bro. Yeah, we're 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 no saints in this department. <laughs> no. But I'm more speaking in behalf of like maybe uh, maybe we should be checking our screen time. But Buddha Brothers Challenge. How can you know what? Here's a Buddha Brothers Challenge. So we this episode is about second order thinking. Starting to look at what, how, when you produce in a, a react an action what is the reaction and what is your action to the reaction the 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 future thinking how is it that you can employ second order thinking in your life cuz there's real value in that there mm-hmm. there is real value in that and so i would challenge everyone to start looking at your next major move because we all have big things planned we all have 
as martial artists, and if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you're ambitious. You have plans, you have goals, and you have things that you want to accomplish. What is the second order thinking around your goals? If you do this, how are you going to react two, three, four, five steps down the road? And how can you start mapping out your future to reach success? Love it. And if you haven't yet already, please join the mailing list. We're dropping some new products. There Come is in. Something oh. extremely. Don't let it out of the bag. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's too hot. It's too hot to reveal. But. It we're, is a Buddha Brothers original. We're proud of this one. Yeah, this we're proud of this one because yeah. it's ground up again, and oh, and I can't it's a, wait. It's a year in the making, at least. Yeah, minimum. I'm excited. Yeah. All so right. if you're excited, be sure to join the email list if you haven't already, because that's the only way to know when this drops. And that I will say no more. We can't say any more. Okay, no, okay. Sh- shut the front door. No more hints. No more secrets. But what leaked. about the? Jen! Shit. Shit. Okay. No more. All right. Until next week, Until everyone. Until next week. It's going to be a...